Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bags, the podcast for Below Average Golfers by two Below Average Golfers. My name is Owen Smith, as always, joined by Caleb Wollen. Caleb, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, man. Thought we were thought we were going to have a special episode, um, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, sometimes life gets in the way, and, uh, you know, we move on, and we, you know, put our, put our gloves on because it's time to go to work, you know? Time to go to work down in the trenches so yeah uh everybody thank you for for tuning in to another episode uh we'll, we'll be keeping this one a little shorter than normal but um and, and it's out later than than we normally put out episodes so apologies for for all of that but um still some some good content conversations to be had if you've been following along on twitter you should know already that we did play um the second nine holes this year together as a duo um, it has been it is just between busy work and life and all the things like it just has not uh, worked out for us to to get around together or we only got one round in earlier in the year. So this is only the second round. Um, and uh, I think we have two sides of, uh, you know, one may think it's better and one may think it's worse uh, than the normal. Um, so so happy to to dive into all of that. Um, but yeah, it f- felt good that we were able to get a bags round in, uh, especially entering the the month of June when we do have the upcoming bags trip number two coming up. Just a little appetizer for that. Just looking forward to to the month of June, to the summer months, and, and all of that. Just feels really good to 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 know that the only thing standing in the way at this point is the rain, not the temperature. And we were able to to get the get around in yesterday. So Caleb. I don't want to spoil anything based off of your reactions yesterday. I don't feel like you felt too happy with the, with how the round went, but uh, yeah. What's your, what's your recap of, of yesterday's round? Yeah, man, I'm so torn. Um, I didn't, I, I tried to not make it about the score, um, but having a couple bad holes in a row kind of threw that um, really in my face and really tempted me. Um, I'll I'll start off by saying my above average golf moment of the week um is hitting every fairway but one. Yeah. Um I've never done that before. Um I was so close to hitting all of them. I think if I had one more bounce, I probably could have gotten into the fairway on 9 off that hill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um But yeah, I've I've never I don't think I've ever hit more than maybe 3 at most 4. So Dude, the fact the, that I was able to hit all those fairways last night, like I was super proud of myself, but at the same time, like my decision-making was what kind of caused me to, you know, score well, bad, well, I guess. Before we get to that, I, you were dialed in on the driver. Like that was, it was, I mean, you usually hit the driver pretty well, but you were, you were dialed in no, no warm ups for, for either of us. And absolutely. Like I had some putting green warm up while I was waiting for you. Um, but you had absolutely no warm up. Went straight to the first tee. Hit a beautiful shot. Um, I don't think you've played the nine holes that we've played before, right? So nope. like, new course, hadn't played in a a week or so. No warm up, and just came out guns a blazing with the with the uh, with the driver, and it looked really good. And yeah, I didn't even think about it. I mean, you were so dialed in. I, I guess I never. Like and, and even the the hole on or the the shot on hole nine, I mean, it's not a bad not a bad place to be on that hole. Um, where, yeah, where I mean, I still anyway, hit it. So I still hit it well. I mean, yeah. I like not to toot my own horn here, but like 
if you probably drew a line down the center of the fairway, I was probably within five yards of it yep. for the first eight holes. Yep. Like I, that alone kind of, it kind of like clicked on me on the seventh hole. Like I've hit every fairway so far and I've hit yep. every middle of the fairway. Like it yep. hasn't been left or right. Like it was dead center. So I'm like, all right, don't let, you know, don't get, let this go to your head. Don't let this go to your head. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I still had some terrible decisions. Should have clubbed up on a couple, which I think at what we'll discuss here in a minute yeah. um, definitely could have helped with that. Um, but yeah, above average moment was definitely just beautiful fairways. I, yeah. I've never done that before. And then the decision-making was definitely the below average just because um, I, the golfer in me, argued with the man in me and the man won a couple times <laughs> when he shouldn't have. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, and, and we'll definitely get more into that, but, but yeah, I mean, I think I felt like my, you know, we've played a decent amount of golf together and um, I felt like overall it was a good round for you. I think that there was just a couple of those, there was like a couple holes where it's like, okay, the putting, the putting just like you just weren't used to those greens again you had never played the, that, those nine holes before um it's they're a lot faster than what we're used to playing uh for sure and, and with what they look like too yeah and yeah with like there's a there's some very difficult uh holes out or uh, greens out there for sure so um yeah definitely not what you're used to and i think some of it like probably got into your head a little bit there too um, but for the most part, like I thought that that was a good round, especially with how you were off the tee. Um, I think that, yeah, there's just maybe a couple of decision-making things that we'll talk about. And then just uh, again, adjusting to the, to the greens a little bit, but everything else felt like a good, felt like a good round for you. Yeah. I mean, new greens, but, I was trying to be cautious sometimes. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like I did not hit my putter. Obviously, I didn't hit it well. I had multiple three putts, but like I definitely told myself, hey, we're going to hit this one soft and I would still blow it by like three feet. So like I I really want to go get fit for a putter, whether I buy one or not, just to see like, okay, maybe it's something that I can, you know, build towards or I can tell, you know, Father's Day coming up like, hey, you know, hey, just get me some gift cards. I want to buy a new putter. You know, this is the kind that I want. This is the kind that will help me play better. Or at least, you know, the placebo effect will help me yeah. play better because I just not having confidence in the putter and the putting stroke definitely is tough to begin with. And then when putts aren't dropping, when putts are just lipping out like over and over, like that, that's tough. So yeah. I, it's definitely not the putter's fault, but I wonder if, you know, with my swing path or my putter path, whatever you want to call it, like if I have the right one and if I don't have the right one, what would it look like if I did have the right one? For sure. No, I think that's something that's like even still to this day, a little overlooked by even me and like how important a putter fitting could be. Um, and we'll, we're hoping to get Verska on here next couple of weeks to, to talk through it. Cause I'm going through club fitting process next week, which I'll, I'll definitely break down on the podcast. Uh, but also just want to talk to Verska again get some of his thoughts and, and opinions on things um, and maybe even dive into that more because it is just like, 
you know, everybody thinks that, at least from my perspective, like putting, the putting stroke isn't that different from person to person as it is with a with a swing and with swing speed and this this you know there's so many factors that go into it. But I think when you actually get into uh, the nitty gritty, you're dealing with somebody that knows what they're talking about. Um, the putter the putter fitting should not be overlooked. But I don't know, sure. like even. Even when I went, so when I first got fit for clubs, like they were just like, yeah, like I, you already have a, like they didn't even address it type of thing. And and, yeah. and it may be because it was outside of budget or maybe because, you know, we, we came in talking about irons and a driver. Um, but yeah, they were kind of like, oh, you, you already got a putter, like you're good. And like, I don't know. I just never really thought of that. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious too, even though I'm, I like my putter, I'm happy with how I'm putting so far. Um. I'd be curious to see like how far off I am from what I should have um, or, you know, but I also don't want to know what I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to find out that like, maybe I don't have the right putter, but it's working for me. So I'll just kind of, yeah, don't know what I don't know. So see, see how that goes. But anything, uh, anything else from the round that, that stands out to you that you want to share with the the bags listeners? Yeah, we should have quit when it started raining. I think I, at that point I was only like two or three over. Um, yeah. But I was like, oh, we're having a good round. I'm like coming off a of birdie the hole before. Like, we'll pull it together the last three holes. Like, here we go. And then, no, it no. just didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, I think I've learned my lesson from, you know, last week's question of what, you know, what does it look like when you're playing in the rain? Um Again, this is all decision making, so it really has nothing to do with the rain. But you know, I just thought it was funny that that kind of popped up right, right after the week that we talked about it. So yeah, yeah, no, it it was yeah because we were on hole six was when the rain ran. It was so random because it was a beautiful night out. It was a little hot, but beautiful night out. And all of a sudden, we're like, it's raining. We like look on the radar, like there's no. It wasn't Nothing. even like showing on the radar. <laughs> we're like, what's going on? Maybe the the golf gods are making us like truly debate what's going on. And we kind of sat there and we're like, oh, well, I mean, we'll we'll at least play this hole and see what happens. And then rain goes away. And then yeah, that's when your your round took a took a little uh, dive. But um, still, what you ended up shooting forty four, correct? Forty four, eight over, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hey, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll New take course. it. Again, warm up uh, no, no, or no warm up straight in. Hadn't played in over a week. And, uh, yeah, a new course for you. So, we'll yep. throw those factors I, in. Definitely not, not disappointed by any means in how I played. It's just the those few decisions that I made probably cost me four or five strokes. Um, at least – I would say at least four off of penalties alone because yeah. I didn't pull the right club out of the bag. So, you know, that alone. And then just a couple here and there yep. um, where I, I should have done a little bit different and I talked myself out of it. So, right. yeah, I mean, not disappointed by any means. I can't really be mad at hitting 89% fairways or whatever it was. So we'll go with it. Yeah, no, def- definitely gotta be happy with it. Gotta take something from the, from the round for sure. And that's a, a definitely a big accomplishment. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's always fun to, to see you hit the driver. Um, makes me, makes me jealous for sure because my, my dispersion is just, 
all over the place. I'm, I'm figuring out it's not as bad as it was last year, but it, it is still a, a learning process for me. Um, and, and to see somebody um, that I know be able to, to to hit it really well is is definitely encouraging and and gel and gel. And I'm a little jealous. Dude, you're close okay. though. It's based yeah. off of last year. You're close. Yeah. Well, yeah. I and was. We, gonna... we only had the one that that sprayed out too far to the right. So yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's what. I, so I was gonna. So for for the record, I shot a 45, which I'm happy with. That's my probably second. So I've been playing at a, a specific course, Ironwood and uh and Fishers, Indiana, and uh, I've been playing there quite a bit. That is probably my second or third best nine hole uh, score out there this year. Nice. Um, it, it's a it's a harder. I I've shot lower scores at different courses. Um, but at this course, I don't know if it's, I mean, I know it's definitely more difficult than the courses I've shot lower scores at. Um, but I don't know if it's just, I'm playing it on my bad days or what it is, but either way, shot a 45, nine over, uh, with three pars, which is just like, just goes to show you that double and triple bogeys are, <laughs> they add up oh, yeah. really quick. Uh, it's like, you know, I'm cool with shooting nine over par if it's bogey golf, but this is like triple bogey and double bogey, and I played good golf on uh, on three of those holes, so just a little frustrating there. But um, but yeah, overall felt like it was a pretty decent round. And I I was gonna ask you um, again. I have so much more work uh, that or, or or so much more room for improvement in my game being an eighteen handicap. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on on my game compared to what you've seen in years past because we've played a lot of golf since about 2020 uh was when we really started playing together um so i wanted to get your your thoughts on kind of where i'm at compared to uh years previous just just to get that just to get that feeling and uh, understanding of, of what others are seeing not just myself yeah for sure man i mean um you know like you said dispersion has definitely gotten a lot better across the board um you know used to have a pretty wicked slice. Yeah. Um, that's for the most part, I would say gone away. Like, you know, we just said that we had, I think two that got away from you yeah. during our round yesterday, but that two used to be like six or seven, whether that was across your irons or wedges or anything else. So, you know, your the longer portion of your game is definitely there um, or it's getting there. And uh, like the putting, you had a couple one putts yesterday, yeah. which were really nice putts. So, you know, I would say that's definitely gotten a little bit better. Um, I think we could probably still work on your chipping a little bit, but that's something that we didn't really work on in the off season. Yep. Um, luckily, I'd, I'm decent at chipping, so it's easy for me to help. Like, if I'm going to help somebody with something, like chipping is usually the one that I can help with the most just because, like, that's probably what I'm best at. So, you know, you know we've already talked about, hey, let's try this, let's try that. Um, and those few things have worked. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's getting a lot easier to find like your ball mid air. Yeah. So like last time I, or, you know, maybe last year or the year before it was like, Hey, I think it's going over this way in this general vicinity, you know, maybe it's 15, 20 yards in this area, but now it's like, Hey, I can, I can see it down. I'm seeing it down a lot more often. So it's like, Hey, like your ball should be right here. Yep. And for whatever reason, I can find golf balls with the people that I'm playing with pretty easy. So yeah. it's definitely, it's not as much of a challenge anymore. Yeah. Um, 
which is good for you is, you know, the challenges were fun for me. Like, Hey, like, let's see if we can find it. But now it's like, I know we can find it. So definitely gotten a lot better. And, you know, it's, it's pushing, you know, it's pushing me for sure. And then, you know, by the time you play with your dad or play with any of your other buddies, like they're going to be like, Hey, Owen's getting better. I want to get better. And, you know, we want to have competitive rounds. For sure. No, I, I appreciate that. And I think it's, it's reassuring to have the same thoughts of that. Like, it's not like you're like telling me, Oh no, you're way off in this area. It's like, no, I right. 100% agree. Like my, I feel pretty good about my putting. I feel a lot better about my driver again. Yes. It's not perfect. Um, it's still figuring that out. Still relatively good about my iron game. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a piecing them together, but B, yeah, just working on that around the greens, out of the bunkers, those type of shots. I mean, I would really say where I'm struggling the most right now is probably 80 yards and in. No, I think I've said that on the podcast before. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good to hear that from, from you. And yeah, I, I think making the, the rounds more enjoyable, uh, for sure. So excited to see where that goes, but that does take us into main segment for today, which is just talking about we, we've thrown this idea around for uh, future content is to do, you know, caddying for each other. Um, and I just wanted to, I guess, open up the discussion for us to talk through different areas where that would help, where that wouldn't help, things like that. And like how, how many strokes could we take off around like yesterday? Um, of course, you know, it, it hindsight's 2020 and there's there's all these different like other things could have happened as a result of it but you know we we've already identified a couple of opportunities where we maybe could have shot lower if we had somebody in our ear um so kayla well i'll open it up to you um what how how many strokes do you think you could shave off an average round if you had whether it was me or your dad or somebody in your ear giving you more advice on shots being that caddy, not just the somebody playing with you, but somebody that's legitimately there to only improve your score, not focus on their own game or scoping things out. What do you, what do you think? Um, and where do you think that would specifically help you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, this is probably going to sound like a lot, but I feel like I could almost justify it. So like, I would probably say like on average, probably three strokes, like, with going as far as five or six, maybe, but I I'm including like penalty strokes in there as well. So like, for instance, yesterday when we played, I had uh, like a 90 yard shot in over the water um, onto the green. And like my 100 to 115 club is like, is my 52. And I should not have pulled the 56, which is like, the 75 to about 95. And I just thought, you know, what, I'll muscle it up there and like, I'll be fine. Well, I hit it into the water and I pull it out. And now I'm, I've already immediately gained two strokes there. Yeah. So like, had I had somebody talk me into like, Hey, you know, hit your, hit your club. If you go past the the hole, it's fine. Which I told myself, but then talked myself out of it. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm saving two strokes there. Uh, same thing pretty much happened on the next hole. I mean, I caught it fat, but had I clubbed up and, you know, pulled the eight iron out, like I wanted to originally and thought better of it or worse of it, I guess when I hit it into the water again, then, you know, 
there's two more strokes so that we're already at four and then not including the putts that you know i saw it you know maybe breaking right and it actually broke left or Mm -hmm. you know vice versa or whatever and then you know on the second hole there at uh ironwood like I didn't know that the green kind of like, you know, I jokingly called it a butt crack or whatever, yeah. uh, which literally fed into like just a little crevice where the hole was. So like I pulled six on that, my, you know, incoming shot just because I was like, okay, if I'm short, that's fine. Like I'll chip on, like, I won't have to worry about it. But like, had I known that that was there, I probably would have pulled five and at least tried to get it a little bit closer. If not, if the greens were running really well, so maybe I could have hit the green and it, you know, carried the the first few yards on the green and then settled down into there and it got me somewhere closer. So I, I'm not like, I don't want to say six all the time, but I would say at least three minimum, if not four. Yeah. No, I think that's a, I mean, if I think back through your round and exactly what you were talking about, like I think that's a completely reasonable number. Having that second set of eyes, again, fully focused on your game and helping you out. Um, and especially, like you said, on that second green, somebody that's played that before. Like th- Those are just things that it's not like I'm out to get you when I'm like, right. oh, yeah. No, it's like I forgot that you don't play here and you never have played this green right. before. And, yes, it's a little weird. and you know i didn't fully know the pin placement because i wasn't aiming for the pin on my second shot and <laughs> the second shot i i got a little taste of the waiting for the green to clear and then just topping it but yep. um but anyways um wasn't necessarily aiming for it but yeah like little things like that like i could have thought through that more for you and been like hey yeah actually this is what the green does um so here here's more room to work with or here's where to kind of aim things like that so or even like um, for both of us i think like if i was caddying for you or you know obviously you for me whatever like hey like what's your thought process on this shot and then you're like oh well this is what i want to do and then i'm like okay well wait a minute like let's look at this you know bigger picture you know we do have water in front or you know there is a bunker off that backside, and you know you've said that you're not great in bunkers so like, let's try to avoid that. We can short side ourselves and be fine. Like, I think even just talking through shots with somebody else, that would give us, you know, one or two at least. Sure. And then, you know, you factor in like course knowledge, then that's probably another two, you know. So I think, I think for both of us, we could probably eliminate three or four fairly easy. Yeah. And I think that's, again, that, I, that's on our good or better days for sure. Right. Cause like the, you still gotta be hitting the, the irons. Well, still gotta be hitting the driver. Well, like, but at the end of the day, a caddy can't help how, how your ball striking is necessarily. It's more about the decision-making and yesterday, the decision-making for you led to um, three or four strokes more. And for me led to probably three or four, maybe even five strokes more. I'll kind of talk through that, but um but yeah ultimately like you got to be the one to swing the club you got to be hitting it well you have to be having a good day so there is that factor as well um so but yeah i think like for me the whole three so i had a double bogey and a triple bogey back to back everything else i had three bogey or four bogeys and three par 
um, on the double bogey where I think I definitely could have saved a stroke is either A, you telling me not really good out of bunkers. Okay, let's aim shorter or let's aim more over here. Um, so that could have helped me just stay out of the bunker. Um, or B, alternatively, I find the bunker and I get more assistance. I, I And I was telling you in the cart, like, I just don't have, like a lot of the courses I've played, like they don't have a ton of bunkers. I don't have a ton of experience playing out of bunkers successfully. Um, and that first bunker shot, I was kind of like, iffy on it i was afraid i was gonna skull it i kind of like softly did it and it didn't work out and then i ended up having to chip again ended up getting a double bogey on the part three in a different world where you gave me some advice on how to hit it and things like that i feel like i could have landed a better shot on the green um and, and, and avoided um a stroke there uh so there's that and then on the next hole um i just had a shot it was a decent drive i put myself in a you know not not so great position uh, was a little under the trees and i think that was some decision making where it's like okay yeah you you have a 60 degree wedge in your hand what do you think is going to happen with that and i didn't have that conversation with myself and you would have had that conversation with me like hey let's do this maybe let's punch out to this area because then what happened is i hit a I hit a tree limb it popped right back down got a little frustrated hit another bad shot because i wasn't in a great position um, and then I ended up, <laughs> was I in a bunker? So, so, and I think I, I think I got in the bunker. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't even remember how it like played out, but the point being that I made a bad decision up front could have played a much better shot and then could have, you know, maybe it would, I probably wouldn't have been on the green, but I wouldn't have been in the position I was in. And then that led to a triple bogey. So yeah, I, I definitely thought you were punching out. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why, but like the stance that I thought you, that you had, like you were, you were just going to try to get it, run it up there. And then when I saw it go up and I was like, maybe you just caught it weird. And then like the reaction on your face, like told me like, okay, he just picked the wrong club and he knew yep. it. Yep. Yeah, because it wasn't even a thought. It was kind of one of those, like, I knew the distance and didn't really think about the situation. And yeah. was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm only 80 yards out or whatever. I'm going to hit a, you know, 60 degree up there. And then I didn't really think about it, hit it. Again, no thought into it. And then I look up after <laughs> after I hit it, I go, oh, there's that. Okay. So no yeah. situation. Like, again, just didn't talk it through, didn't think it through. Um, and I think, like, that's part of the issue. And, and yesterday, I mean, we were behind a very, very slow groups, but uh, definitely could have taken a little more time on some, some shots. I think so, sometimes I get so sped up and like want to play ready golf, want to play faster golf. And that, that can be a downfall sometimes uh, right. for, for sure. So, um, so saw some opportunity there. Um, outside of that, I think like, Again, there probably would have been a couple of scenarios where th there would have been a, some, some assistance, but I think everything else was more of the ball striking and um, just overall performance for myself. Um, but I did get a glimpse of what it would like, what it would be like, because we had that that par five where I hit it into the water, had to hit a or had to hit a penalty shot off penalty shot off the tee. 
got your advice on like what's a good shot from here and you're just like hit it 200 and i was like perfect pulled out my five iron hit it 200 yards great shot i was able to save for bogey after putting one in the water uh, off the tee so just a little inside of like okay because there could have been a different world where i played a shorter you know shorter club and uh, didn't go 200 because you know at, at that point i was kind of considering just hitting like a 150 160 shot and you're like well if you hit 200 you're good and i'm like okay well if that's the case then i'll i'll, I'll try that out um <clears throat> so got a little insight there and was was able to save probably a strip from that so so yeah now on the flip side of it what's the downside of having a caddy from from your own perspective um I mean, obviously you have like the, well, I told you I shouldn't have done that. Or like, I knew I should have done this. Like, I think that would get pretty, if you have like a long standing caddy for a while, like that can, you know, unless you're good friends, unless you have total trust in each other, even if there's like a little slimmer of, of doubt, then you're probably going to get that every now and then. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that I would it would be hard for me, I think, to do that just because, like, I, the people that I play golf with, I usually trust. So, like, if you were to say, hey, do this, not this, then, you know, I'm probably going to do it. Or, like, the one time at Hawkstail, like, I was like, yeah, I, Dad, like, I don't know if I can pull this shot off. And he's like, okay, well, why not? And I'm like, well, I'd have to do this and this. And he's like, well, then just do it. And turns out, like, I – having his confidence in me to hit that shot gave me the confidence to hit the shot and I hit the shot and it worked out. So it's like, I, there's not many, very many people that I'm going to be on a golf course with that. Like I don't trust. And then, you know, even the, like the, the reminder of, you know, when we were on that, the hole where it goes over the Creek and I definitely shouldn't have hit driver, but I pulled driver out just out of habit. And then you're like, Hey, you sure you want to hit driver? Like, (laughs) you know what? I grabbed this out of habit, but thank you for the reminder. Like (laughs) simple things like that. I think I would, I don't necessarily think that I would have a hard time with a caddy just because whether it's you, whether it's dad, whether it's, you know, teed, like I'm probably going to listen to you guys. So I I don't think it would be hard for me at all. No, I, I agree. I think the only, my only hesitation on it would be the overthinking things because when of course yes there there are times where i could think a little more on things and have a little better situational uh, awareness like hey there's a tree right there if you hit a lob wedge um and you hit it like it's supposed to be hit there's a good chance that you hit that right so um there's a little bit of that but there's also the flip side of it where it's like if i'm I'll, I'll take us back to hole two when we're sitting in the cart for it felt like five minutes in the middle of a fairway I'm just overthinking how well I'm going to hit this shot or right. how I'm going to execute this. And if I, if I talk too much about it, that's when I start to be like, Oh, well then I'm overthinking the shot. And then I get all these other thoughts in my head. And then at the end of the day, it comes down to how you, how you strike the ball and uh, you end up topping it or having a bad swing thought or whatever it is. Um, so I think there's that part of it. I, I, I definitely play better when I don't think and think a lot, but also, Again, the, the, there's a yin and yang of that. There, there's right. there, there's two sides of that for sure. So I, I, I definitely hope that we're able to do that 
this uh this summer for sure do some content with that because i just want to see what it would be like i just want to see yeah how it would uh how it work out so um hopefully that's something that we can get get set up but um any other thoughts on the 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 caddy uh conversation almost like i almost want to think like for the overthinking like you mentioned like because i'm a head case on the golf course i think it would almost help me with that as far as like hey like you know how to hit this shot just hit it like don't think about it just hit it and like that that would be my advice to you sometimes like hey like i know you you know you're look you look like you're really thinking about this three wood into the green like this is a routine three wood like it's nothing special like you know so i think we could also take each other's like minds off of that a little bit which would also help so like yeah i'm i'm super excited for whenever that we can do this just because like i'm i'm willing and wanting to help you shoot like your you know your personal best and you know i know it's the other way around too so it's like if we can help each other with that like even playing the ball down like i would say for the most part we did that yesterday there were there was a couple times where you know we joked like we're not professionals so yeah there's no reason to hit from a dirty patch of dirt when there's plenty of normal grass right next to the ball so it's like you know even if we like said hey you know we're gonna play this like it's an official round and like we're still gonna help each other like i i still feel like we could lower scores for sure for sure no i i definitely I, I definitely see room. I, I see room for it. I would I'd love to have a, a full-time caddy just to, just to see like <laughs> what that would, uh, what for that sure. would be like for the game. But again, we're not on the tour. So because we're not on the tour, we can't have that. Um, but we can create opportunities for ourselves to be caddies for each other and uh, see, see how we would fare with that. So excited, excited for some content around that. But um, last thing it is, if you're listening to this, the Memorial Tournament has already been uh, teed up. It's already out. They're, everybody's out playing probably by the time you're listening. But they want to get a couple of thoughts out there because it is one of the elevated designated events. Um, Caleb, what are your what are your thoughts on winning this? This is a tournament that you've been to. Um, who, who do you got in mind for for winning this tournament? Before we go, yeah, I mean, I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. This this tournament means a lot to me um for multiple reasons first tournament that dad and i were at first tournament that my wife and i were at um had a cousin or you know distant distant relative that was a a caddy at one time um he got us over there um he has since passed away so you know there's a lot of you know a lot of love for this tournament in multiple ways um it's definitely my favorite maybe outside of the masters so um super excited definitely going to be tuned in as much as i can around graduation and then um i think i have an outing on sunday so i'll be paying attention probably in the cart and whatnot but yeah um it's hard to go against john rom right now especially there um you know i was there when he got absolutely robbed so (laughs) i think you know he's definitely one to keep an eye on um scotty the way that scotty's been playing right now it's been you know unreal um rory you know rory and jack seem to be pretty tight so you know rory's gonna want to do well there um i'm really i'm really hoping that you know under the radar like xander can 
dial something in or um i'm trying to think like from the the holes that i've walked and seen it's like you really need to put yourself in a good spot uh just because of how some of the the turns are and the dog legs and you know elevations and stuff like that so if you can put yourself in a good spot then i feel like you know you're going to score well and I don't know. I feel like Tony Finau has been playing, you know, well enough to where he's got the length. Um, he seems to be okay with his accuracy. So if he can dial in, you know, his, you know, his misses or his, Hey, this is where we want to go. Then I think Tony could do well. Um, but yeah, I think those guys are definitely, you know, on the watch list. I think I may have sprinkled a dollar or two on, um, I think it was, Rory, Shoffley, and Scheffler to all finish in the top 10. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, liking that there. Um, and then per usual, I've I've sent it to you before. I have my like 18 <laughs> leg parlay with, you know, all the different top 10, 20, 30, and 40 finishes. Um, I won't disclose who because that definitely jinxes me. Yes. Uh, but maybe we'll talk about it on the recap. Um, I did one for last week. And, uh, I, I think I had again, 18, um, and then four guys missed the cut. So it was down to 14, but out of those 14, I had like 10 of them, right? Okay. So okay. I'm, yes, I missed it by eight guys or whatever, yeah. but you know, I still felt pretty good about being able to, and it was some of the, like the, I don't know, the no name guys almost to where, right. Like, Hey. I was pretty proud of that right there. So well, the thing, the, the nasty thing about parlays is that if you would have put those 10 guys together, there's a good chance it wouldn't have hit. Like, oh, just, exactly. It's the, yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. You cook up an 18 leg parlay and 10 of them hit. Like if 10 legs of a parlay hit, it's a, it's a good parlay. Um, but if you were to only do those 10, like it's then just it definitely wouldn't luck. have for sure. Like parlay and sports books always win on parlays, always yeah. win. So, uh, but one day, one day we'll get that to hit and excited to celebrate that when it comes. But yeah, I always get the, always get the message, uh, from, from Caleb and he blocks out everybody's name, but he puts the odds and it's like, Oh my, I can only imagine what's a part of that. Um, but yeah, I think I mean Rom. I, I would love for him to to win this tournament. Um, same thing with Rory, of course. But uh, the only other person that you didn't mention that I, I do and, and would like to see win would be Victor Hovland. He's been big part of the big events. Um, you know, has has contended in both the majors this year so far. Um, hasn't been able to to get it done uh, in a little bit. So I think this would be you know I think this would be a good tournament for him to win. Heading into the U.S. Open, heading in, into the British Open later on in the summer. Uh, so yeah, I think it would uh, be exciting to see him win. So might sprinkle some cash on there as well. Did uh, Britt make you say that? <laughs> there's a slight chance. No, I. Okay, that's that's yeah, what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I like Hovland. Uh, I like Hovland, but but yeah. So we'll 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 see how that goes, but of course my my allegiance is uh, more to the to the Rorys and and others. So uh, I really was, wouldn't care about Hovland like at all if he won if he just didn't wear those ridiculous colors. But now yeah, he's like it, starting to bother me like some salmon colored pants dude that nobody <laughs> likes. So he's yeah, he's not the, there yet just because I think he's 
actually a decent human being. Yeah, yeah, he has a good personality. It makes up for it. But you know, yeah. the the outfits are ridiculous. I think everybody has their own their own takes on it for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it it's very interesting to see what he shows up in. Um, but yeah, not seeing Michael Block on the list. That's unfortunate to hear. But we'll uh, hopefully hopefully bounce back from that soon. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anything else that you want to, uh, <laughs> to, to add before we, uh, wrap up this, uh, wrap up this episode, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Jeez. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at bags golf, and we will see you guys next week. Tell you all the story about the joker and the thief. I said, I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief. I said, I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief. I said, I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief. I said, I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief. I said, I'll tell you all the